0: Well, hello, everyone. It is Wednesday at 1 p.m. This is Chatting with Chap, episode 110. I am Ginger Wade, and guess what? Today we're going to talk about four homeschool myths. There's a lot of homeschool myths out out there, isn't there? Have you heard like a bajillion million homeschool myths about parents, about the kids, about how it works? Well, there's four of them that my friend Tammy actually had a post on a number of months ago. And I asked her if I could like use them as a topic for a show. And she said, sure. So we're going to talk about a few things that Tammy shared a while back. And I'll show some thoughts from uh, my perspective on the same things. Tammy and I actually have very similar viewpoints on some of these things, but things that she brought up on her um, feed a while back. So the first one she wrote is homeschooling is the only way to educate. Now, of course, being chap, we believe it is the best way to educate, but obviously, there's other ways to educate out there. Okay, so the thing when I'm when you're considering education options, look at the results of the educational system. Look at the the people that come out of it. Look at you know how, what they know, what they've learned, their character how they function as adults. And, I mean, I've been looking at our country for a number of months now, and there's some yucky stuff out there. There's some yucky attitudes. There's some really bad thoughts about America and and some, I think, conf- a lot of confusion about things like capitalism and communism, socialism, and thinking, you know, where where's all that coming from? So you have to trace back where all that's going and where the majority of people are learning and then decide where you want your child to be to learn. So homeschooling is the best way. I mean, especially if you want to disciple your child to follow Jesus, if you want to train them in knowing about the Bible, I mean, it is the way to do it. Um, Because you can be constantly practicing biblical principles throughout the day. But as homeschoolers, homeschoolers also have had their moments of well, we're homeschoolers and we do it better than you, or we made a better choice than you, or whatever. And that is, that's haughtiness. And that's not okay either. So if you're finding yourself feeling superior because of your choice, then it's a little heart check time because God doesn't want us to be haughty either. Um, it is a sacrifice to homeschool, it's a big sacrifice to homeschool, um, but it doesn't make anyone better than someone else. And God does have a timetable and a plan for everyone, and everyone needs to follow that plan. So uh, it's in, in a, a, something else I also wanted to bring up was just because, say, my family chooses homeschooling doesn't mean that I think some other family that doesn't is terrible. They're terrible parents or they're despicable or whatever. Um, we're in this culture now in America where if you like this, it automatically means that you despise that. It's like, you know, I like apples. Oh, well then you despise oranges. No, I just like apples the best. (laughs) So, So there's this, you know, so if you find yourself in those situations where people think that you hate them because you didn't make the choice to homeschool, try to explain to them that that's not the case. I don't despise anyone who does not choose to homeschool. Um, so it's so, so touchy in our culture these days. And it's important as homeschoolers to share that we value everyone because they're patient and every, so, okay, my connection is funky today, so I'm sorry I keep popping out. So anyway, obviously homeschooling can be done well. Homeschooling can be done poorly. Anything can be done well and poorly, right? Anything in life. So, um, the cool thing about homeschooling though, is it's, it's no one size fits all. You can make it what you want it to be. That's the beauty of it. Sometimes that's the terror of it (laughs) because there's so many choices, but you also can just like jump in and do something and switch if it doesn't work. So that is super awesome too. So, um, on to myth number two, all homeschooled kids are geniuses. They're all Albert Einstein. It's just amazing. (laughs) So not true. So, I think my children are smart. I know Tammy said on her post, she feels her children are smart, but they are not geniuses. And you know what? There's ultra smart kids that are homeschoolers and in public school. There's ultra, um, well, there's struggling kids who are in both places. There's average kids. There's, I mean, it's a mix everywhere. It's not like you do this thing and your kid's going to be a genius. Um, There's lots of articles that you have probably come across. I know I've come across that talk about homeschooling and, Everyone tests so much better and they end up being so much more intellectual and whatever than other kids. And I find those things to be very stressful because I have to like feel like I have to measure up to this amazing thing. And uh, is so frustrating. Okay, so another thing I wanted to mention is that early on, I don't doubt that there were many, many really smart homeschool kids. And they pushed their kids because they had to prove that it could be done. They had to prove that parents could teach their kids and they would be successful and um, that is was very necessary. but I know everyone's not a good test taker. I know everyone is not an academic genius. Some kids really struggle, and that's just the reality of it. I don't My kids are smart, but I wouldn't call them geniuses. Um, but at any rate, your child will do better at home with you than they will in outside of your home for a number of reasons. Number one, you love them to pieces, right? Number two, um, they feel safe and they feel comfortable at home with you. And actually that increases learning. So if you're, okay, if you're not stressed out as a learner, you will learn better. Okay. So, but also something else we need to remember is life is not about being a genius. Life is about following God's will for you. And if that takes you on a path of being really smart and doing things that way okay great but not everybody is supposed to do that we're all made uniquely so don't feel the stress and pressure of creating academic geniuses because it's just not a reality and we shouldn't all be the same doing the same stuff that we need people doing all sorts of different things in all these you know different areas of life so love your kids love who god made you to be God loves you and just follow what it is that he is calling you to do and he'll take care of the rest. So that was myth number two. So number three, this one's interesting. Homeschooling makes kids different. Okay, well, maybe this isn't a myth, but um, they, it does. It does make kids different because we're at home, especially if you're training your kids in biblical living We're called to be different. We're called to be like in the world, but not of the world. So we should look different. We shouldn't fit in to all the peer pressure and we shouldn't want you to to do um, because we're, we're not living for society. We're not living for culture. We're living for Jesus. So that automatically makes us different. Absolutely. Automatically. So, um, the big thing about this one is to talk to your kids about being different and you yourself, mama and daddy out there, you have to be comfortable being different, be comfortable in your skin because you've been called to this really unique path that is going to be fabulous for you and your, your kids. And you're going to be different. That's just how it is. That's, you know, embrace it. And teach your kids to embrace it. It's really hard because the peer pressure world and the just fit in world is really, really strong. I was there. I lived it. I grew up in public school. I know the choices I made because of peer pressure. And they did not go along with the biblical training um, that we're giving our kids now. So try not, teach your kids not to make a big deal of other people's differences. And it won't be a big deal to be different. So if you accept others' differences, they will hopefully accept being different and that's not a scary thing. It's good to be different. It's good to be who God called you to be. So yes, homeschooling will make your kids different. That one wasn't a myth. That was a truth. (laughs) So the last one is a myth. Homeschooled kids love to learn. They just all love it. They just jump up at 6.30 every morning and eat their breakfast and brush their teeth and comb their hair and sit at the table and say, Mom, let's do school. This is what Tammy said on her original post. This is hilarious. My boys are apparently the only homeschooled students on earth who don't love learning things like linear, linear regression, parts of speech, and balancing chemical equations. To the rest of the homeschool world, what's your secret to getting your kids to beg to do school? Uh, so that's hilarious. I think it's hilarious. So my take on this, Oh, I forgot to sound into my phone. Sorry about that. Um, so yeah, sometimes we don't feel like doing what other people tell us to do. We want to do what we want to do. But what I've told my kids in the past is, you know what? God gave you a brain and he wants you to use it. And everyone's got a job. You know how dad has a job. Mom has a job taking care of you. Well, your job as a kid is to use that brain and to develop your brain because God has a plan for you to use your brain. And doing these things like learning to read and doing math when they're really young, that's helping your brain to start learning. And as they get older and do things like Algebra 2, that they may not use Algebra 2, but what Algebra 2 is doing is stretching your child's brain. It's helping your child learn a different way to think and process. And while they may not do Algebra 2 as an adult who is working or raising children or whatever, stretching the brain in thinking in new and different ways is something that God is always doing, isn't he? When he is challenging us and stretching us and changing us, our brain has to think in new and different ways. So as our kids are growing and doing school, they're learning how to grow and stretch their brains. So it's not necessarily about the academics. It's about learning how to learn new things, grow in your mental capacities. So there are ways to make school less stressful, more hands-on, more fun. But you know what? Sometimes kids just need to do stuff they don't feel like doing. I got to do stuff I don't feel like doing. I'm sure you got to do stuff you don't feel like doing. And sometimes it's just an attitude check. So if your kid comes down and isn't loving school and they're just, just because they feel like being grouchy, Maybe it's time just for a little detox. Just be like, okay, the character here is not good. Let's take some time away from the academic stuff. Let's have some relationship time stuff. Let's take a hike, read together. Whatever will help you and your children build a better relationship. When the relationship is more solid, the learning will probably come along too. However, you can also tell your children, you know what? Your attitude is not okay. It's not okay to come down here with this bad attitude. We're supposed to, you know, go forth with what we've been, what's, what, with what's been put before us with a cheerful heart, you know, doing all things to give God glory for what, how he made you and, and the things that he's enabled you to do and learn. So hopefully as your children become more comfortable at home, those who have just brought your children home, they feel safe. The learning goes better. A lot of times it has to do with attitudes and you just have to have attitude check time. Um, For yourself, personally, I've had to do that a lot. And for your kids. And sometimes you just need to take a break and do some character training. You know, what does God want us to do here? How does God want us to approach our day? How does God want us to approach algebra? (laughs) And get help. If you need help, get help. Um, Get advice from a friend or get help from a tutor or whatever. If, If you're really struggling... Don't try to just uh, trudge through. Uh, I'll be miserable. Oh, okay. In and out. It drives me crazy. Okay. So once you find your niche, once your student finds their niche, do you ever find that when you want to learn something, you'll learn like crazy and it's really easy and you're just like, oh, learn, learn, learn. No big deal. Well, that's the thing. So everyone just needs to find their niche and it may come sooner for some, may come later for others. Who knows? Um, there are those building blocks that everybody needs reading, writing, arithmetic, you know, but once you find your niche, learning's no trouble. So, and once you learn how you learn, learning comes easier too. Are you visual? Are you auditory? Are you kinesthetic? What is your type? Those things kind of help with the learning. So when you hit that subject that really lights your fire, the learning is easy. So it's not that you can't learn where well, your child can't learn. It's just that it's not really the subject they feel like learning. But if it's your basic core stuff, they got to do it. You know? So I've lightened up on my kids. The ones that I know are not going to do science. I don't make a big deal of, of the work that's done in science. They do it. Um, but I don't want well, well, this you didn't do. You know, whatever. I don't. But if it's what fuels them and that I know they're really good at then the expectation grows there because that's where God has gifted them and they need to learn and grow because he's probably going to have them do something with that right so just keep that in in mind and you know take the pressure off you don't have to be awesome and everything else you don't have to genius and everything right so and the other thing I wanted to remind you of give your kids opportunities to try new things crazy things wacky things Sure, you got to do the basic stuff, but maybe there's something out there that is totally crazy that you never thought. And it's there's jobs in it and your kids love it and they can learn it. I don't have any suggestions for you, but um, yeah, let them try some crazy stuff because they might you might find a find a passion there and then help them as they grow through that. So that's great. So finishing up, I was reminded recently about Okay. Luke chapter 6, verse 40, I'm going to read it to you. A student is not above his teacher, but everyone who is fully trained will be like his teacher. So no matter where your child is learning, if you're considering homeschooling or you are a homeschooler, wherever your child is learning, your child will be like the teacher. That's you, mamas. Your child will be like you. So think about that. Heart check, little Bible study time on your own. Or if your child's not at home with you homeschooling and you're just considering homeschooling, what are the teachers like? What are they teaching? What is their view on God? What is their view on America? What is their view on all these things that are important to you to to pass on to your child? Your child will be like their teacher, whoever that teacher is. So keep that in mind. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. I have a little website here. I'm going to pop up homeschoolpennsylvania.org. Lots of information on the law and homeschool out there. Little videos that D and I made that explains the law. Now some of them out there do have the um, compulsory age at eight. Those are old. The compulsory age is six. I just thought I'd mention that and um, pop that back up here again and um, share those with your friends who are looking into homeschooling and need information. Tons of information out on that website. Very helpful. also of course chaponline.com, lots of stuff and resources there. If there's any topics or questions you have, please post below. I would love to hear uh, what you have uh, what you have questions about. Also, if you're listening on a podcast out there in podcast world, I know you can't see the comments from the Facebook post, but you can message us on Facebook. You can also use our contact form on chaponline.com uh, to contact us with your questions. I would love to answer them and I will be doing like a mailbox day, Q and a day, I guess is what I'm going to call it. And I will be answering all of your questions that come in on the show here and on our contact form on our webpage. So I'm glad you tuned in. I hope you were encouraged and I will see you next Wednesday. All right. Take care. Bye-bye.